it's another one of those days. It's fallen till I'm fallen and I'm finding amazingness. When you act, you discover. When you do, you discover. It's amazing. I'm excited. Uh, it's some big things in the works. Now I'm going to do my best today to hopefully flip your mind. You might be on a different spectrum on this scale, right? Some of us avoid all the hard things in our lives. And some of us, you know, we kind of pick and choose. We procrastinate strategically. And, you know, and a lot of times that's actually necessary. But there is a fundamental first principle here for viewing life and getting things done and also just human life, like humanity, the human experience. You have to stop avoiding hard things. Your addiction to comfort, your desire to take the path of least resistance kills you, it robs you of meaning, and it actually destroys your future. It destroys the thing you could have done, the person you could have become, and the world you could have made. If you can flip the mental script so that when things are hard, you're actually in, you're in the moment, you're in flow, you're excited about it, it's fueling you, it's challenging you. And when you look forward to that and seek that out, your life has changed forever. You become unstoppable. A quote for the day. Without labor, nothing prospers. Sophocles. The world belongs to the energetic. Ralph Waldo Emerson. And of course, I'm your host, Colin Stuckert of the Better Human Podcast. I got big plans here. So I hope you subscribe to the Better Human Newsletter and you follow along the show. I'll do my best to keep giving you betterment and all the different ways that I can possibly muster. We're here to help you think better, live better, act better, become sovereign, become a better human, make the world a better place by you having been there. You become better, people around you become better, you raise better humans. We can then all collectively reach the ubermensch, as Nietzsche said, or the overman, or the superman, which is the above human, which is when we rise above our base primal instincts and we become something better. We live an idealistic, self-actualized life that then actually translates to betterment all around us. That's what The Better Human's about. That's what I'm obsessed with. And that's what my mission is, to help you to do that. So again, thebetterhuman.co to get on The Better Human newsletter every other day. Short, easy five minutes to make you better. Plus it's the hub to get the shows and get articles and get other things I'm thinking about. So the question today is, have you earned your philosophy? Right. This is a tweet I put out. In fact, before we get to that, we got a quick news piece and then we got a quick tip from the newsletter recently. All right, so we got a food tip. I can't emphasize enough the importance of salt for making delicious food. Use as much salt as possible. Season until you overseason a few meals. That's how you will learn. And you can get the salt we use, wild pink salt, over at wildfoods.co. Use code WildCEO. And a short news piece. We got housing prices have rebounded since 2020 and are at all-time highs. Some rents in New York surprisingly, have actually increased by 70% since 2020. In Phoenix, the average rent for one bedroom has increased by 24.8%. National rent growth for one bedrooms has risen 10.7% and then 13% for two bedrooms. And then I have hashtag inflation, no surprise. So the tweet I put out today, that inspired today's thought. A philosophy of life resulting from one's own intellect and hard-fought learning is what the masses lack. It's why we have a meaning crisis, as John Vernakey puts it. It's why so many weak, docile, lemming humans use the corporate machine to prop up their addiction to comfort. 
have you earned your philosophy for life, your way of being, way of thinking, by doing hard things, by going through the crucible and coming out the other end? This is part of Nietzsche's hero's journey, where he uses the different animal analogies in these different phases, the metamorphosis, as he calls it. So the step one is you're a camel. You carry your burden that society's placed upon you, and you carry it with dignity and willingly. And then through that, you go through hard things in life, and you learn, you evolve. You go through the iron sharpens iron, the trials and tribulations that make you a higher being. You even get a little jaded. Maybe you get a little distrustful of things that have been placed upon you which then moves you into the next phase of the metamorphosis, which is the lion. The lion has to then go out into the desert and shed his burdens, shed all the beliefs, ideas, everything that he thinks he knows. Maybe with a loud roar to say, no, enough is enough. The next phase after the lion, after you've shed all that and you're now willing to build something new, it's the child. It's the final phase of this hero's journey that Nietzsche described in Thus Spoke Their Thru... I can never say it. Their Struccia. Their Struccia. <laughs> the childlike state of play where you basically are reborn and you can now build a new philosophy for life, new values that are not from anything around you, but they come from inside. I actually discovered this about a week ago when I was reading on The Overman, The Superman. I don't even know how the idea came to be. But it was fascinating. And Nietzsche is somebody that I've always had a fondness for, but I've never really given deep into his work. And then I, I had to. It gives me goosebumps even now to think about it. It's, it's so powerful. And it's going to be actually motivating and inspiring a lot of what I'm doing at The Better Human. And it's going to help me refine it, refine my message, refine what I'm trying to do, etc. So I highly recommend that book or at least some interpretations of it because it's, you know, it's kind of a hard read, to be honest. And there's different translations. This idea of the camel carrying your burden that's been placed upon you by society to become the lion and revolting against that and saying no, no with, a ca- no with an exclamation point to then being born again as a child and having a childlike state of awe and wonder and play to then build philosophy and build principles from anew. It's so profoundly powerful that again, I got goosebumps. It's crazy. As this relates to today's topic, I have three main points here. Embrace hard things. That's the first point. You have to go after them. You have to even seek them out. I'll give you a quick anecdote real quick from life that popped up recently. And I understand this because we've all gone through this, but I see this common amongst a lot of people. I've been an entrepreneur for years and I see people that want to start something new. So somebody that I know is starting a podcast and she was talking about how it's a lot of editing and she needs to find somebody to help her edit and this and that. And it was kind of coming from this perspective of like, oh my gosh, this editing is a problem, right? And I'm thinking to myself, that is such the wrong way to look at it because you're editing, especially early on to learn uh, your podcast and your style and your speaking and to just know the process of this thing you're trying to build is the proof of work necessary to make sure you actually get results with it. So if we actually break this down and let's think about this for a second. Are you coming at this new podcast with the idea that you can just turn on the mic, talk to somebody, and then turn it off and put it on the internet, and people are just going to flock to you, and they're going to love you, and they're going to share it for you and promote it for you, and you're going to be successful and make all this money and have fame, whatever. You expect that to happen because you just hit a record button and then you stop, and that's it, like nothing else? Like, 
it's another one of the kind of illusions people have about how things actually get done. So they see a manicure piece like even this show, which is a 10 minute show. I do it in my office. Uh, there's a lot of things that go behind closed doors. And there's also 15 years of getting to the point where I feel like I can speak on these topics where I'm not saying like as much as I used to, where I'm pausing like I just did, where I'm slowing my speech down, where I'm 500 to a thousand. Actually, I'm about a thousand videos into this. And every day I get in front of the cam and the mic, I'm trying to get better. Even right now, I feel like I'm really getting into a flow state. And that's what I'm trying to do every single day. I'm embracing that hard part of the mastery and the growth and development. I've been doing this for over two years now. And I feel like I'm, you know, level two, maybe level two, 250 episodes, because a lot of them haven't even been published. I feel like I'm just getting started. That is the proof of work. And that's what you don't see behind closed doors when you look at somebody like Joe Rogan that was literally podcasting for like 10 freaking years and nobody, I mean, he had followers, sure, but it wasn't like he is today, I think the top or maybe one of the top podcasts on the planet. And then he gets a $100 million Spotify deal. And you think, oh, well, I've only seen him in a couple of years on YouTube. It's like, bro, he's been podcasting for years when nobody's been paying attention. And he even talks about how it sucked early on. He has no idea. He had no idea what he's doing. The way to think about this is, I'm going to start a podcast and I should be figuring out every possible way to invest as much time and energy into this damn thing as possible, because that's how I'm going to learn, get better, refine. And that's the proof of work necessary that goes into this thing so that I can produce a quality product that the marketplace is going to want and going to reward. And on the internet today, the thing that everybody has, unlimited options, the things that rise to the top quality. The cream rises to the top because there's everybody on the planet can start a podcast like tonight, today, tomorrow, like in the afternoon. Everyone on the planet can go on a social media and post shit, but you still see the percentage of the population that build audiences. And what most people don't see is that it's a result of quality. And that quality is a result of proof of work, which is just a fancy way of saying a lot of time and energy and learning was invested into making this thing great. This example is true of everything in your life. Your relationships, I mean, your children, your health, your fitness, your nutrition, everything is the result of how much you invest into it, how much learning you get. Because it's not just about time, it's also learning. I've gotten to the point in business where I can make decisions on the fly that I can basically make in real time, but actually took me 15 years to make. It's actually the famous anecdote of, I believe it was Picasso. He was at a cafe sketching, and a woman asked him for, I guess, an autograph or something or to make something for him. And he was doodling, I think he was doodling on a piece of a napkin. I guess he was going to give it to her. And then he said, that'll, you know, that $500 or that'll be a hundred or whatever the, it is. I actually need to look that story up so I can talk about it more intelligently. And then he tells the woman that it's like $500 or something like that. I don't know. It might've been more. Maybe it was 5,000. And she's like, it just took you five minutes. How could you charge that much? To which he said, that took me 20 years or 30 years or however long he's been an artist. That's exactly how you have to look at life and everything that you put out there or invest in or that is valuable. Everything in the human life that is valuable has proof of work of some kind. We value things that are scarce because if it's available everywhere, it doesn't have value. Everything that is of value, everything that is quality in the marketplace, everything that we desire in a mate or a partner, has proof of work. Somebody that is fit and symmetrical and that we think is attractive, it's because the genes 
and the parents and the generations, lots and lots and lots of effort went into making that person be that sexy person. You can utilize this universal law of nature and humanity and the human experience by going after hard things, by embracing it, by trying to overinvest in things, overinvest, learn, invest as much time, energy as possible, maybe even money, and then you learn and you get better and you adapt and you grow. And because most people go into things with this idea that they want the path of least resistance, it shows in their lack of results, the entire mindset around it. So that's the point number two. Proof of work is the foundation of everything valuable in life. And then finally, number three, the journey is what matters. And the journey matters only as much as you invest into it. So you hear them talk about, it's not about the destination, the journey. But what does that mean? Well, destination is a grave. So are you trying to get there as fast as possible? Or are you trying to be the richest person in the graveyard while basically giving up health and happiness and relationships and all these things along the way? Because a lot of people today, that's exactly what they do. But what you find if you study any research around happiness, about fulfillment, uh, things like the flow state, what you find is the happiest, most self-actualized, the better humans are on this path, this journey, doing things that are hard, doing things that matter. And what that does is that brings meaning and purpose, and it is a wellspring of motivation. It is the thing that we need to find. And it's why so many people today struggle with meaning is because they don't have it. Instead, they use drugs and entertainment and porn and food and all these other addictive things to fill the gaping lack of meaning in their being. And obviously that then manifests in a lot of crazy ways and we have clown world society basically because of it. What we need are more better humans doing hard things that matter to them. And that will then make a better world and a better future for everybody. That's what the better human is all about. I'll give you one quick example and then we'll let you go. And then we'll thank our sponsor, Organifi, which is 20% off your entire order. Use code BETTERHUMAN for Organifi.com. The link is Organifi.com slash BETTERHUMAN, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, BETTERHUMAN. Superfood blends, plant-based, high-quality ingredients. Uh, I believe all of them are organic certified, or at least all of them are very high-quality ingredients. And this is a company I've been following for a long time as somebody that's been in the similar space. And I do appreciate their dedication to quality. In fact, that's the only reason I would even take them on as a sponsor. What's cool about what they do is they have these little sachets that you can drop in water and it's super simple. You don't have to do any elaborate recipes or whatever. And there's a time and place for that for sure. But if you need something on the go or you want a quick pick me up or you want like an afternoon treat or whatever, they have these all natural, very low sugar, organic superfood blends that are tasty and they're good for you. You get some of those, put them in the cabinet and it's like super convenient to have that anytime you want something on the go or a natural pure workout, et cetera. 20% off, better human over at organifi.com slash betterhuman. The final example on this is for the past two years, I've been in this weird purgatory mode where I'm kind of managing wild foods, but I'm doing less and less because the parent company that bought me or at least bought out most of my equity, uh, they're running a lot of the stuff and I can just focus on content and whatever. And then I was in this kind of existential meaning kind of branding crisis where I'm like, well, I don't really want to talk about nutrition anymore. I want to talk about something different, something bigger. And then I also very much came into Bitcoin and that's changed a lot of my perspective on a lot of things. And basically I've been unsure about what to do. Should I take on a new project? Should I start a new company? I don't know, you know, like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then the world's being crazy. And what it did is it really demotivated me. There was days where I didn't want to work at all. And I mean, there was a good half a month, which for me is actually a long time where I just felt aimless and I had no motivation. I didn't want to work. It was very frustrating. 
And then I would like kind of catch on something and I would create work for myself and I would get a little bit of spike out of that of motivation. Then I'll go on that. But I still hadn't come to that thing I really want to do. And then recently, about a month ago, I had this epiphany that pretty much started the idea for the Better Human Company. And I'm already working on that. And then I moved to a every other day newsletter and I'm doubling down on the podcast and I'm taking all this very seriously and I've decided this is what I'm going to do. Today, another epiphany come to me, a friend of mine, Brian from Nose Tail, Sapien, I believe it's sapien.org, but he's got the Sapien Diet and he's got the Nose Tail Meat Company. Uh, he moved to Austin. So we've been hanging out a lot and collaborating. He had an amazing idea for Better Human that I think is going to be just a game changer. And I'm going to be sharing more about that soon. But he literally just talked to me an hour ago. So I don't want to kind of talk about it just yet. I need to formulate my thoughts around it. Like every day I'm getting closer and closer to what I feel like is my life's mission and purpose and what I'm going to do. And it's really freaking exciting. It's a absolute wellspring of motivation. Every single day I'm excited to wake up, get back to work. And that's what I felt early on with Wild Foods. And it's amazing and I love it. And I'm grateful to having kind of come to this realization now, but it also took me a long freaking time to get here. And I had to go through a lot of hard things to get here. And I had to have a lot of days where I felt like doing nothing or I just didn't feel motivated or whatever. The key is keep going. You keep going. To round out today's show, it's about seeking out hard things. And really the key to life is finding meaning in what you're doing, right? Because you you could have a billion dollars tomorrow and you can wake up every day and be miserable, be overweight, be unhealthy, and just like buy stuff to try to make yourself feel better. But then you don't feel better and you're like, why isn't... uh, this working. It's the American dream. Make all this money and have power and fame and I should be happy. It's not. It's about the journey. It's about what are you doing? Because again, we still all have 24 hours in a day. You got to wake up and do something. So I, I hope you have something to think about at least. Maybe some even action items that have popped up in your head. I encourage you to pursue them. I encourage you to stop with the negative self-talk around things being hard or it's hard or it's that or it's that. You should be saying, it's hard. I love it. It's hard. Let's go. That's exciting. It's hard and I'm doing it. And I know that's what I should be doing. It's amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm so lucky to have found a hard thing that I need to do that's worth working on. I'm so lucky to have found a worthy goal. It's all a mindset shift and it will literally change your life. So thanks for listening to the show and get on the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. I appreciate all y'all listening, watching, subscribing, commenting. I really do appreciate all of it. I hope you do something daily, today, tomorrow, every other day, forever. Just start, keep growing, better human. Do something to make yourself better, which will then make others better. That's how we change the world one better human at a time.